Welcome to the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast, episode number 69. And today we are talking about leadership and service inside the proofing box. Welcome to the Smallholder Food Development Institute podcast, where we serve up truth so that you can build the profitable, sustainable food business you've always dreamed of. Now, here's your host, Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steele. Alrighty. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's recording of the podcast. Dr. P in the house. I am so excited to be here. It is, I'm not kidding. It is like this beautiful, beautiful, sunny day. There is not a cloud in the sky. And it's one of those like main winter days where you feel like even though it's cold, you know the snow is actually melting during the day. It's dripping off the roof, and it's not going to be winter forever. Even though I know we have, like, probably two or three more blizzards in our future, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. The sun is shining, and life is amazing, and I hope it is amazing for you all out there. So welcome, of course, to The Proofing Box and our recording of this week's podcast. We've got a great one for you. I'm actually going to be talking a lot about the work we are going to be doing in February. And I sort of left like, I left this um, uh, uh, poster back behind me, like the whiteboard behind me because I was recording videos. So for those of you who are listening to this, as opposed to watching me on the proving box, uh, it says, it says homework Kappa and LSW. So Kappa stands for corrective actions and preventative actions. And LSW stands for leader standard work. And this is what we're tackling in the membership group, uh, in February. And I have this beautiful workbook. I'm so proud of it. This is my, this is my beautiful workbook. So for those of you who are joining us live on the proofing box, you can see it. If, uh, you are not joining us live on the proofing box, you should. And, um, cause we have a ton of fun and I will record the podcast. And then as always, I will pause after I record the podcast and then I'm going to go into office hours. I'm going to be answering a couple of questions today that I got during the week. Cause not, of course, not everybody can make the podcast live. And I'm going to be talking about PQA plus, uh, like what the heck is it and why do we care? And then the other thing I want to talk about is uh, never, no antibiotics ever in poultry because there's some, there was a, a, an industry article that came out and I want to clear a few things up and I want to talk about One Health and that's going to lead us into a discussion about coronavirus. <laughs> okay. I have been getting a lot of questions this week about coronavirus and so uh Stick around for office hours at the end of the podcast. And if you want to hear that discussion and you're listening to this after the after the live taping, come on to the proofing box in Facebook, join us, and the video will be available. Okay, so uh, so that's the February work and the um uh, uh, office hours announcements. So if you have questions, feel free to type them in. A lot of people just send them in beforehand. Um, so type them in the, in the, in like the, the comments box on the Facebook live. Um, and then the next thing that I want to talk about is uh, this past week, you know, I taught last week, I talked about, uh, having gone down to comfort farms in Milledgeville, Georgia, and having a truly amazing, like life-changing, amazing experience. And one of the great things, 
when you decide to embark upon managing your own mind so you can create the results that you want in your life, is you have all of this room in your brain to think, okay? And I want to invite all of my veteran listeners to get in touch with me because for the next very long time, <laughs> I am going to be pushing my veterans offer. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, I am a veteran. I am both kinds of vet. I am a veteran veterinarian. I served in the army. I was the base veterinarian at Fort Monmouth in New so Jersey. So as I was saying, I was up at Fort Monmouth and West Point, And I took care of the military mascot mules. I took care of working dogs. I was the base veterinarian for the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey. And mostly what I did was I did food inspection. An army travels on its stomach and I was in charge of inspecting an awful lot of food that went into an awful lot of MREs and was in like the chow halls and the PX and things like that in the New York, New Jersey area. So it was my privilege to be able to do this. And it is my privilege to be able to bring the skills that I learned to the smallholder food world. You know, food is a quarter of the GDP of the world's economy, like the gross domestic product of the whole entire world, <laughs> right? It's a quarter of our economic output. And even though it doesn't seem like that, in the rest of the world, most of it's produced by, by smallholder food producers. And here in America, I really believe that, um, that smallholder food production can revitalize our regional economies. We can link people up in the supply chain and the demand chain, and we can create food sovereignty. We can create national security by having food security. And I truly believe that veterans, veterans are at the forefront of doing that. And that is why I am, that's why I'm making, making this offer and making my membership available to veterans for a price of pay what it's worth, uh, you know, and, and for some of y'all, that's going to be pay what you can right now. And that's totally fine. And for some of you, that's going to be um, uh, pay really what you think it's worth. And I do have benchmarks. So DM me, find me. I'm really easy to find. And if you have veteran friends, have them find me. <laughs> okay. And we're gonna talk about uh, what it what it means to bring you in the program. I know this can be scary. Like I have actually talked to people and they're like, nope, not ready for it. And that's totally fine. We're here for you when you are. But this program is truly life-changing if you let it change your life. So that's what I've got there for veterans. The next thing I wanna talk about is we're changing things up a little bit over the course of the year in the podcast. I'm gonna be doing some interviews because I want to bring the broader coaching community into the proofing box and into the podcast because there are so many tools available to manage your mind out there. And I want to normalize the conversation. I promise you, I am not the only person having this conversation and it's super helpful to see how other people are doing it. And so I have a couple interviews lined up for where people are coming on my show. I'm going on other people's shows and we are going to, uh, uh, we're going to just publish everywhere so that we can bring this mindset management work to everybody. We're going to be talking about anxiety. There's going to be stuff about marketing. There's going to be, I mean, like lots of really good stuff that's applicable to like everybody's lives and everybody's businesses. So it's going to be super, super fun. So with that, I want to, to thank everybody who's 
joining me here for uh, the recording on the live recording. If you're listening to the podcast later on, thank you so much for downloading. Of course, recommend us to your friends. Go and review. Uh, makes a real big difference in the algorithm. And I want to first talk and the way and and you know how we start every podcast basically after I do you know like the first ten minutes or so of announcements. Because I want to think about creating results. So when we talk about the proofing box, and this is like my fourth episode on the proofing box, which is like my IP, right? And how I help people frame thinking about their thinking, thinking about their problems, and thinking about what results they want to get in their business or in their lives. I use it for everything. Like I used it for homework with my sixth grader, my friends. So what results are we talking about today? So today we're talking about leadership and service. And for me, those two are absolutely intertwined. And leadership and service is all about building relationships. Uh, and when I talk about relationships, I, they're, 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 I wanna emphasize that relationships are made in our own mind. But when we are in a space of leadership and service, we are giving ourselves the freedom uh, to be who the universe is calling us to be, okay? I don't care where you work or what position you are in your food production company. You can be the person who does the weeding and taking care of the pigs. You can be the CEO of the company. You are a leader. And so I want you to put that thought on. I want you to try that thought on for size that I am a leader, all right? And that leadership is a learned and learnable skill. It's all about being in relationship and it is all about being in service. So let me help you with that. Let me teach you how to put that, to, to put that idea on for size, try that hat on for size, as we say. And I wanna thank you for being here. And I want you to really dive into this. A lot of people listen to this podcast with a pen and paper and take a lot of notes and ask me questions, which is amazing. So do that. Let me help you guys. Because when you follow the methodology around leadership that I teach, it allows you first and foremost to lead yourself. And when you are leading yourself, you are actually creating results in your life. And those results are visible in the products that you create. Now, for personally, like the products that you create are the decisions that you make, right? You decide to open a bank account. You decide to go for a run. You decide to create like literally a new product, put a new menu item out there, whatever it is that you do, right? When you decide on that and creating those products because you want to create results, because you are a leader, a leader is somebody who wants to create results, who organizes their life so that they create results and the people around them create results. So you make decisions fast. This always leads to more time and more money every single time, my friends. I promise. Okay. It also leads to clean and clear communication, right? When you're making fast decisions and you're able to communicate what you're doing, what result you're creating. I mean, imagine if you started every meeting with, hey, what results are we creating by this meeting? And then you use the metric of, does this result create value for the stakeholders? 
I promise you your meetings will become very short, very pithy, and very useful, as opposed to the kind of meetings most of us have now, right? <laughs> so, and when we talk about leadership, leadership is primarily creating assets in your life around managing your mind. So, you know, I talk about the assets, the six assets in your business, your mindset of management, mindset of employees, trust and credibility with customers, the products, the processes, and then like the money and the equipment that people, that, that businesses have. Well, you also have assets in your own personal life. And believe it or not, the first one is your brain. Okay. Yeah. And, and um, so your biggest asset is your mind. Your next biggest asset is your relationships. Okay. Your relationships are all created in your mind, but they are something that you really do get to think about kind of differently within your mind. You also create products. You have processes. And I promise you also have stuff. Okay. So it's a lot of like, you just don't really have employees, <laughs> but you definitely have stakeholders and your relationships could really be defined as the trust and credibility you created with the stakeholders in your life. And so leadership starts with you and within you deciding that you are a leader, first of all. And then I want you to think about it because this is primarily a business podcast about amassing your personal assets to create your business results, right? Uh, you know, when you decide to manage your own mind to lead yourself, uh, that's an amazing thing to do. Like that in and of itself, showing up in the world that way can be life-changing, okay? That's what, and honestly, that's what the army, you know, and I'm assuming the other service branches, but army is the one I've experienced. That's what going to the service teaches you. I mean, it is a track for leadership. We take, fo we take folks, they come in, they come in as junior enlisted and going through basic training and going through your advanced training and then rising through the ranks, you become, you know, you do it well and you choose to lead yourself as a buck private, we call them you will get the opportunity to lead others, but the army knows that you gotta lead yourself first. You've gotta create um, the ideas behind your own leadership in order for you to grow, okay? And so what I wanna do is, I want to read, from, read to you part of what I wrote for the February workbook. So we're about to start February. Um, and we are covering one of the chat, like one of the chapters in the workbook is becoming a leader. Okay. And I'm just going to read to you what I wrote to my members, my, my, my membership group, because it's super important for everybody in food to think about this. And I am asking you to become a leader in the food industry because it is that important in the creation of wealth and community around your food products. And I wish I could give you the keys to good leadership, but I really can't. There is really no one thing that creates a good leader. Instead of thinking leadership as a, of leadership as a door that you walk through, what if you thought of it as a beautiful carpet that unfolded in front of you as you walked upon it? Carpet has what's called a warp and a weft. The warp is the stationary thread on the loom, and the weft is the thread that you weave in between the warp. Um, you must discover what is the warp that holds your leadership together. 
And for me, my leadership has three warp threads. The first one is love. I love you all. Like, I know that's a weird thing to say on a podcast. It's a probably weird thing to say in a business context, but whatever. I actively work on loving myself and all the people around me. When all I see is the light in me, all I see is the light in you, and all of my relationships become so much easier because it is all about creating the future of what we are doing. We're not trying to fix the past, we're creating the future. The second thread is service. By defining myself as being committed to serving others, I see them for who the universe is calling me to be within that relationship. Remember, relationships are developed in our own minds. So when all I see is the light of the people on the other side of this camera, all I see is the light in me. It's for who I am being called to be. And the third one, and this is very powerful, the third one is unknowing. I don't have to know all the answers and I don't have to figure everything out. The weft or the weaving of the threads of my leadership are the positive and negative emotions I experience as I think about the world around me. With those emotions, I go and act and execute strategies and tactics. And that's how I lead. I mean, it's, it's, it's simultaneously pretty easy, um, but also hard. It's hard, but it's not complicated. And when you make the decision to be of leadership and service, everything changes. And so, like, how do I go about managing my mind to make that decision? Well, I'm going to walk you through managing your mind to make your decision about what you're going to lead and how you're going to lead. And so I'm going to do the three different acronyms that we use, water, strive, and light. And I'm just going to go through them. Take notes, guys. All right. Because the W in water, we, we use water to help us understand what uh, results we want. Okay. And so the first question is, is what do you want? Like, what do you want in the universe? Do you want to be a leader? Are you a leader and you don't want to be? Are you in a place where your leadership isn't where you want it to be? Like, what, what do you want when it comes to leading yourself, leading your family, leading whoever your people may happen to be? When you think about that want, because that's a thought, how do you act? The A in water stands for act. How are you acting in your life right now with the wants that you do have? And the next thing I want to ask you to ask yourself is, is it true? Are you really acting the way you think you're acting? Okay. Are you really out there doing the work? Or are you sitting on your butt watching Netflix? Okay. <laughs> Just be honest with yourself. All right. There's nothing going wrong here, but be super honest with yourself. The E stands for evidence. When you decide whether or not something is true, you're going to go build evidence for it. Okay. You're going to go find, if you're sitting on your butt watching Netflix, you're going to find evidence about why you're a loser and you're no good. Okay. You could build that evidence or you could build the evidence that that was then, this is now, and you're going to, you're, you are going to drop the idea of creating a more perfect past and you're going to drive forward, right? And you're going to allow your, this new conception of leadership that we're talking about to lead the way, you know, put on your ranger hat, my friends. When you are building evidence that you can go out there and do this, what results are you going to create? 
when you're building evidence, if you find your mind as you go through this exercise, just building all this negative evidence, what results are you creating in your life right now? Those are like your now results. What results do you have now and what evidence are you creating for those results? All right, once you have those results from the water exercise, the question is what results do you want? All right, one of the things about leadership is you get to decide what results you want in your life. Life is not happening to you. Uh, like Ferris Bueller, he was wrong. I know I'm going to get pilloried as a Gen Xer, but uh, life does not happen to you, my friends. Uh, you create your life. Um, so if you don't have the life that you want, that's when we apply strive. And I'm going to open up the idea that you can lead yourself to the life that you want, because I am a living example that you can actually do that. I have grown my business. I have lost epic amounts of weight. I have stopped drinking. I have built a membership group like nothing else in food industry. <laughs> like I have amazing, amazing results. I have an amazing team. I certified as a coach. I have a doctorate in veterinary medicine. Like I made all of those results, uh, right? And it's my choice as to whether or not I want to fall in love with those results or if I want to say, okay, those are the results that I have and I'm working towards new results. So what would your problem statement be if you don't have the results that you want? You know, the problem statement is I want to be a better leader. Let's just do that. I want to be a better leader. Okay, so let's apply strive to that. So the S in strive stands for safe. Uh, are you physically safe to be a better leader? For most of you, you probably are. But I want to warn you that if you don't have a safe working environment, okay, if you have lots of extension cords, if you have lots of standing water, if you have lots of slip and fall hazards, um, if you have... Um, any, you know, any of the other things that like make work really unsafe in our food manufacturing environment, uh, you may not be safe to create, to create yourself as leader and you have to solve that problem first. Okay. Are you financially safe? Oftentimes we stay where we are at work because we're afraid to move forward. And when we are afraid to move forward, we don't get anything done and we stay stuck, but we are comfortable. The money's good enough. I don't have to think about it too hard, all that sort of stuff. That's, I mean, that's life. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. So are you financially safe to step out there and be a leader? Are you emotionally safe? Do you, have you been told that you're a terrible leader and you believe it? You don't have to believe that. Okay. Are you afraid of what people are going to say? That's a super interesting question. If you declare your own leadership, if you declare what you're going to go out there in the world and do, what does that look like? Um, all right. Mm, so that's the, that's the S. Some stands for safe. The T, are you trained? Are you trained in leadership? Come into my power group. Okay. I will train you in leadership in February. It's really that simple. You can read tons of books on leadership. To train yourself in leadership, you have to like go out and lead and you are the very first person you get to lead. Okay, cost no money. Join my power group, cost money. But uh, to lead yourself, costs no money. <laughs> All right. So are you trained and you're going to learn how to do it by going out and doing it? Do you respect yourself to do it? Do you really believe that you are a leader? A lot of us out there really don't believe that we are leaders. Got to fix that before you start on your leadership journey. The I in Strive for, stands for invested. Have you invested the time, talent, and treasure in your own leadership? Your answer may be no. What does it look like to invest time, talent, and treasure in your own leadership? 
Do you value yourself as a leader? Do you value your leadership skills? Do you think leadership is worthwhile? You know, they're super interesting. Um, back in uh, 2000, was it 2008? I guess we had Occupy Wall Street for all y'all who remember that. And I lived in New Jersey at the time. I was a base veterinarian at Fort Monmouth. And I, my mother, my baby, who's now in sixth grade craziness, uh, and I went down to Wall Street, took the bus up into the city and went down to Occupy. And I wanted, because I wanted to see what it was like. Um, there was a group of people that didn't believe in leadership. And it showed, <laughs> totally showed, you know, and while there's probably, a, there's definitely a continuum of leadership versus collectivism, they were very much on the side of collectivism and almost nobody um, took a leadership position because that was seen as uh, exclusionary and uh, the movement fell apart for lack of leadership. Um, fell apart for lack of leadership because people wouldn't lead themselves. I mean, I remember there, I was like, it was noon and there were people who were still asleep. It's like, please, nobody's going to take you seriously. You're sleeping on the sidewalk in wall street and noon, please. All right. And so the, um, the, the movement fell apart for lack of leadership and you can read all, you know, I mean, good Lord, you can read a ton about this. So do you value leadership? You may not. If you value collectivism, you've really got to understand that. And I say this because a lot of people come to me and they want to talk about cooperative models of agriculture. Cooperative models of agriculture require exquisite self-leadership. It is not abdicating leadership to a group. It is everybody in the group showing up as a leader. Okay, and so for all y'all who are thinking about doing cooperative models, you know, people, every, you know, one person grows the hogs, one person grows the grain, one person grows the sheep, everybody collectively owns the production capacity. That is one of the, the methodologies of business organization that requires the highest levels of leadership. Um, and that's why most of them fall apart is because people don't bring their own leadership to the conversation. So then the E in STRIVE stands for empowered. Are you empowered to stand in fear, discomfort, and failure in your own leadership? You know, I ask this of my 12-year-old all the time because what he really wants to do is be in charge uh, because he's 12. And there is a big difference between being a leader and being in charge. When you are in charge, you are not empowered to stand in fear, discomfort, and failure. You are not empowered to stand in I don't know. And that is one of the primary ways to distinguish between being in charge and being a leader. Okay. Are you empowered to say, I don't know, and be uncomfortable? Just be uncomfortable. That's all. That's all. And so as you go through that strive methodology and you ask yourself, where am I with my leadership? You can look around. So let's move into light. And light is how we decide whether or not we've got some thoughts we want to work with. Look around. What are you thinking now about your leadership? Huh? What does your integrity tell you? The I in light stands for integrity. The L is look and the I is integrity. What does your integrity tell you? Now, I want to tell you your integrity can be wrong. All right, my integrity told me for a very long time I was a horrible human being and I could do nothing unless I beat the shit out of myself. Turns out my integrity was wrong. <laughs> okay. So I don't want you to, your integrity, like when we talk about, you know, standing in my integrity, those are thoughts that, you know, you have to decide whether or not those thoughts serve you. All right. And create the world that you want to live in and the person you want to be that's standing in your integrity. 
And then the G in light stands for gentle. Are the answers that you're coming up with gentle? Now, not all answers around leadership are gentle, okay? I would posit if you're truly being a leader and not merely being in charge, the answers are more gentle than you think. And the way forward in your life is by being gentle with yourself. When you are gentle with yourself, you're gentle with other people, and it opens up a whole new world of possibility. Okay. The H then is, is it helpful? Is how you're thinking about leadership and what you're going to do and the decisions you're going to make, is it helpful? Hopefully it is by now. And then the T in light stands for, does it build trust? Does it build the capability for you to have your own back? All right. Because if you don't have your own back, if you aren't leading yourself, you ain't leading anybody else. You've got to be in service to yourself by having your own back. And what does that look like? It looks like making a decision. What is a decision that you can make today, okay, that you can that you can execute today, you know? What what is what like we we think it takes a long time to make decisions. It doesn't take a long time to make decisions. We make decisions in an instant. All right, we ponder decisions for a really long time. We don't decide for a really long time, okay? But what decision can you make right now? And what I want you to do, not if you're driving, um, is make your decision, figure out how you're gonna execute it, and put that on the calendar, and then show up to it no matter what. Show up to it, no matter what. And that, the, the, the simple act of doing that helps you build your own trust in yourself and your own capabilities. And that is the very, very first place to start with leadership, is being in service to yourself, building your own trust in your own capabilities and your own self. So that is what I have for you today for the podcast. Go make a decision, put it in your calendar, show up to it, tell me the results. How about that? All right. I love you all. You're amazing. Everybody have a week full of awesome. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Be sure to join us in the Proofing Box, a private Facebook page for food producers filled with valuable information and technical tips. Grow your business by learning from people just like you, all under the guidance of a food safety expert.